this morning, as we again kick off this year, I uh, am privileged to, uh, again, my sermon series starts in two weeks, uh, but I'm uh, excited to have a friend of mine that's with me. He's been with us before several times, but uh, Dr. Michael Richardson uh, is with us today. I have known uh, Mike and Bia and his family probably 35 years. We've been good friends. I met him when I was stationed in Germany. He is a retired Army First Sergeant. Uh, yeah, uh, I was stationed uh, not. Oh, I was stationed in the town he, where he was stationed, and uh, I met him uh, there at the Christian Serviceman Center. Uh, and I would attend there when I wasn't pastoring our church there in, in uh, Simbach and got to be well acquainted. I love this man. I love his family. Uh, he's the one, when Sheila had her stroke uh, 11 years ago on Monday, uh, I was telling him we were driving back from Burleson on Friday, I guess, or I don't know what day it is. Um, we were driving back, and we passed. There was an Asian, anybody know the Asian buffet? There's an Asian buffet restaurant sitting right there. And on that Wednesday that you, I, I don't have time to tell the story, but where God gave me that supernatural peace, I'm sitting in that restaurant. It's been a really bad week, getting worse. I'm sitting there, not really hungry, but I'm sitting there, and I'm just kind of wrapping my brain around all that's happened. And I'm feeling like, God, where are you? Everybody ever felt like that? And my phone rings, and it's him. He says, hey, Brother Mike. <laughs> he says, God just told me to call you and tell you. It ain't over. That's it. It ain't over. <laughs> and then I told him what was going on. Been a dear friend, and he's got a word for us. So would you welcome my friend, Dr. Michael Richardson. He's a walking miracle. He shouldn't be here. He should be in the ground. But here he is. Praise the Lord, everybody. You know, in the word of God, it says in Psalm 146 and 1, praise the Lord. And it says in Psalm 146 and 10, praise the Lord. And it says in Psalms 147 and 1, praise the Lord. And it says in Psalm 147 and 20, praise the Lord. And it says in Psalms 148 and 1, praise the Lord. And it says in Psalms 148 and 14, praise the Lord. It says in Psalm 149 and 1, praise the Lord. It says in Psalm 149 and 9, praise the Lord. It says in Psalm 150 and 1, praise the Lord. It says in Psalm 150 and 6, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise you the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody praise the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's an honor for, my, for me and my loving wife to be with y'all again. And I thank God for my friend, Mike and Sheila Mazel. You know, I was even honored to dedicate Rebecca. <laughs> That's how old I am. <laughs> Amen. Not that she's old, you know. She's a young lady still. But that's how long God has put us together. You know, ministry is a very lonely place. I thank God that he gives people in your life because that iron sharp as iron. That a God could see where you are and what you're going through in an Asian restaurant. And he taps on your friend say, give him a call. That's the kind of God we serve. He knows everything about you, and he's concerned in everything in your life. There is no secrets from God. He knows all. He sees all. And he is all. Somebody praise him. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to get here preaching a little bit. I didn't, I didn't visit the first service, but I have more time this service. Let me, let me visit just a couple minutes. You know, I want to introduce you to some friends of mine that I met in South Carolina. I passed across at a Warriors conference about a, about a year or two ago. And I like Brother Steve, Rebecca, Tyler, Logan, and Tiffany to stand, please. They live here in Texas, but they drove over two hours this morning to be in service with me this morning. <laughs> and some people are going to drive two blocks. <laughs> Thank you. You may be seated. <laughs> Amen. And that's, that's precious to me that someone care enough about you to, to put on their schedule to drive that far to see you. So, Lord, please, God, give me a word. <laughs> you know, I, and I was in Africa a lot, and, and I remember on one occasion as he was going through the bush, and I seen this guy carrying his luggage and his bags on him, and as he was driving by, the bishop says, that's one of the pastors. He's been walking three days to come to hear you preach. Oh, God, if someone walked three days, you better have something to say. <laughs> They're not coming here for no patty cakes type stuff. <laughs> They want to get in the depths of the word of God. And so this morning, I come to bear my heart. But what the Lord has laid on me pertaining to this congregation like I shared this morning, in 45 years of ministries, I have never preached specifically on this message, on this title. But God gave this to me, and I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Shake it off. He still loves you. See, the enemy is trying to browbeat you all over the head, make you think you're not worthy, that you're a nobody that it does not matter that God is angry with you. The devil is a lie. Shake it off. He still loves you. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you did. I don't care what you said. I don't care where you've been. Shake it off. He still loves you. Will you please stand for a moment? As I read the first three scriptures here in Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, the Amplified Bible says this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness. Say absolute. absolute. Stripping off every unnecessary weight and a sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Looking away from all that would distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself. Consider it in, in all comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Uh-huh. Well, it's going to be a little different because I'm not going to be in a rush now. <laughs> Church, 
it's time that we better get rid of things that raise us down. Sometimes you have to make a symbolic gesture in order to empower what you declare publicly. I want you to get your arms and begin to shake it off. Uh-huh. Begin to shake it off. You see, as you keep on shaking, I declare this over you. I will not allow the weaknesses of the past pains, the sufferings, the sin, and the failures that keep me from moving into the purpose, the calling, and fulfillment of that which God has declared for me. I'm here to declare to you the past is over. The past is over. Y'all may be seated. This is a new beginning. This is a new beginning. Lord, wherever you lead, I will follow. Lord, I'm feeling so unworthy of your grace. I'm feeling so unworthy of the price you paid for my sin. I know you still love me even when I fall. Your love paid for all of it. The blood was shed for all of it. You was raised from the dead for all of it. You raised me for all of it. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I don't deserve it. But you call me worthy. <laughs> I make mistakes every day, people. Leave my wife to tell you that. <laughs> I make mistakes every day. But he's right there. With his arms open. Wow. See, he didn't change his mind about me. He still loves me even when I fall. Oh, my God. What a God. What a God. That even when I screw up to the uttermost, he still loves me. <laughs> it's time to break free from the cycles, the habits, and the patterns. In our lives that have been unproductive and unhealthy. Do you want to be whole in 2023? Do you want to be whole? Huh? Do you want to be whole? There's some changes that has to be made. There's some things we got to let go. It's time for us to return to the Father. He can do a great work in us. You find this in Jeremiah 18, 1 and 6, as they begin to declare the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Pause for a second. You see, this is a potter's house. And God was telling you to go hear word. But you can't get that word if you're not screaming, if you're not attending. God lay a word on your pastor's heart for his people to declare to you. But if you're not there to hear it, to receive it, how can it really be effective? That what you need, God will give the man of God to declare. But you must be there to receive. Now that's all free, y'all. <laughs> oh yes. Then I was, then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought the work on the wings, and a vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. Where was it at? Where was it at? 
that's not what he did. So he made it again another vessel. Thank God that he made another vessel. And seemed good to the other as a potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in mine, O house of Israel. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, God. You are in his hands. <laughs> Say, I'm in his hands. Let me share something with y'all. Most of y'all was here for a service. Y'all notice those who was here for a service, y'all notice that I did not move at all. The entire first service, Brother Mike, I was in such excruciating pain. It was hard for me just to even speak. I said, God, you gave me this word. I'm going to preach it no matter how hard I hurt, no matter how bad I feel. I'm going to preach this word because you gave it to me. I'm here to tell you, I feel much better. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. So watch out now. Watch out now. Oh, my, my, my. See, in the, on the potter's wheel, that was two wheels used by the power in making the pottery. The lower one was worked by the feet to give motion to the upper one. All right? It was a flat disc of the plate of wood on which he laid the clay as he began to mold with his fingers. Well, he, as it revolved around rapidly, sometimes things seem to be out of control. But I'm here to tell you, he has it under control. Why? Because you are in his hands. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Things may be moving fast, but I'm telling you, you are still where? In his hands. Amen. And so, and then the vessel even got marred when it, when it seemed to be defective. When something seemed to be wrong with it. Oh, my God. Even in his hands. And he didn't throw it away. He pushed the clay. He crushed it together. And then he turned it to the wheel. Go back to the wheel and let the father, let the potter continue to work on you. Oh, my, my, my. He will continue to work until the clay took the shape where the potter intended. Whatever your problem or condition you have that is wearing you down, remember you're in the hands of the potter. <laughs> Who's the potter? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is the potter. So what does that mean? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm glad you asked that question. It means you're not in the hands of your past. Don't let the past rule you. Don't let the past condemn you. Don't let the past stop you. You are in the potter's hands. You're not in the hands of your failures. That's how you felt. It does not define who you are. You are a child of the God of the King Most High. You are not in the hands of your sins. <laughs> I serve a God that he's faithful and just to forgive me for all my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. That's my potter. That's my potter. Oh, my God. You are not in the hands of your despair. You are not in the hands of your depression. You are not in the hands of your haters. You are not in the hands of your distractors. You are not in the hands of your circumstances. You, 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 you are in the potter's hand, Jesus Christ. I said, you're in the hands of the potter. You and your family are in the hands of the potter. You and your faith is in the hands of the potter. You and your future are in the hands of 
the potter. You and your destiny are in the hands of the potter. Stay on the wheel. Say stay. Stay on the wheel in the crushing process. Crush me up. The things that's defective about me. Crush me God, if you look in my heart and find bigotry, crush me. If you look in my heart and find lust, crush me. God, if you look in my heart and find hate, Me on the wheel, God, until you complete me to be what you want me to be. Hallelujah. I said, shake it off. Shake it off. He still loves you. Oh my God. And in Philippians 1 and 6, it said, I'm certain that God who began a good work within you. But continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. <laughs> like Pastor said, he's still working on me <laughs> to make to me what I ought to be. I thank God that he loves me enough to work on me. And not to throw me away. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> Psalms 37, 23 and 24 says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Who's done ordering? Who's done ordering? The Lord. And he lies in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Oh, God. Hallelujah. The New Living Translation says this about verse 23. The Lord's direct the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Wow, God, really? Ooh, that made me blush. <laughs> <laughs> he delights in every detail of my life. Woman, if you get a man who delights in you, you got yourself a good man. <laughs> Women, if you, <laughs> men, if you get a woman who delights in you, you got yourself a good woman. <laughs> but to beat all of that, my God delights in me. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's enough to keep me going. Uh, now I want to bring to you a message that would encourage us as we prepare to enter into a new season for our lives. See, one particular word in our text from the Psalm 27, 23, 24 stands out in my mind. It's the word though <laughs> that stands at the beginning of verse 24. Though he falls. Some translators say when he falls. Note that does not say if he falls. There's a big difference between when and if. The outer states a probability, but former declares a certainty. David understood that all believers fall eventually. We stumble, we lose our way. We struggle, and sometimes we trip and fall on our journey. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? <laughs> no one is exempt. We all fall sooner or later. It's what happens 
when we fall, that makes all the difference. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. When you fall, get up. I said, when you fall, get up. I said one more time, when you fall, get up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll tell you how to be a confident Christian. Get up one time more than you fall. <laughs> Hallelujah. You'll be a victorious. You'll live a victorious life. Get up one more time. Get up one more time. Get up one more time. Glory to God. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, my, my, my. In the word of God in Isaiah 419, it says, do not fear anything. Y'all see that? Anything. <laughs> for I am with you. Do not be afraid. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured. I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand, a hand of justice, a hand of power, a hand of victory, a hand of salvation. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, my. I'm here to tell you, with God on your side, you cannot Shake it off. He still loves you. <laughs> oh, my, my. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, number one, part one here, that God ordains every step we take, the good and the bad, the happy and the sad the positive, and the negative. You see, the verb ordained is very strong in the original Hebrew. It means to establish something so that it has a strong foundation. You see, that's very important that you have, if you're going to build anything, you must have a strong foundation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Without a strong foundation, anything will come by and has knock you over. But with a strong foundation, that's some steadiness about yourself. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. The wind may blow, but won't blow you away. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we know that Proverbs 16, 9, it tells us, in his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Most of us know that the Proverbs 3 and 6 said that God directs our steps. Hmm. But this verb is even stronger. God not only directs our steps, he also determines or orders or ordains our steps. Because he is God, there's no accidents with him. Nothing ever happens to the child of God that he doesn't know anything about. I know there are some horrific things in this world. God, where were you? He was there. He was there. When your heart was being broken, when you was crushed, he was there. And the most horrible things that ever happened, he was there. When you cried, he cried. You are his. We live in a sin, sick world. Horrible things still happen to good people. But thanks be to God, the enemy thought he would annihilate me. 
But God said, not so, not so, hallelujah, not so. This is not going to kill him, oh, not so. I'm going to use him to travel all over the world to declare the truth about my power and my ability to do anything. Oh, my God. Shake it off. He still loves you. Don't let that horrific thing define who you are in Christ. You'll have good days and bad days. You'll have some victories and some defeats. You'll discover that some of your friends will be there when you need them. <laughs> Others will fail you when you need them most. In many respects, life will be the same because we all face the same ongoing challenges in our walk with the Lord. But know this, your steps are ordered by the Lord. He is in charge of the details of your life. God loved you too much to let your destiny lie in the hand of another man. Uh -uh. He holds your destiny. <laughs> he said, I know my purpose for you. I have a future and a hope. Amen. God has blessings upon your life. But remember, there will be times of testing. But the test you take is open book. <laughs> it's an open book test. A lot of times we fail the test because we don't open the book. It's an open book test. Whatever you're going through is an open book test. Whatever you're facing is an open book test. Test. Shake it off. Why? Because he still loves you. <laughs> oh, glory to God. He still loves you. Number two. <laughs> oh, my, my. God promises that when we fall, we will not be utterly destroyed. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I will not be destroyed. Say, I am who God says I am. I am victorious. I'm a conqueror. I'm whole. I'm a child of the king. I reign with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God tells us that Jesus Christ sit in the heavenly places. And the earth and everything else is at his footstool. And I'm in Christ and he's in me. And he's sitting in heavenly places. Guess where I'm sitting? I'm sitting in heavenly places with him. So if he has the enemy under his feet, guess where the enemy is? He's under my feet. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, you allow him to be where he's not supposed to be. That's your problem. Open a book and take authority. Put him under your feet. Hallelujah. Walk in the victory that God has already given you. I love this race because I win. I get a crown. You get a crown. You get a crown. We all get a crown because we all have our own race. Amen. 
Don't give up. Don't give up. Hebrews 4, 14, 16. Now, I know I got getting close to be stomach growling time, so I got to get going here. <laughs> Sin that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. But with, in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly. How? How? To the throne of grace. They may attain mercy. Find grace to help. When? 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 So why don't you do it? So why don't you do it? It's in the book. Open book. Yes, y'all. <laughs> you know, I'm an educator. And uh, some, some of the tests really, I can give an open book tests, but sometimes those are harder tests. Open book tests can be the very hardest. Because <laughs> we want you really digging that assignment. But I'm telling you, here lies so much treasure, so many golden nuggets, if we just look. <laughs> it's a lie, you know. And what, what you mean by it's a lie? To whatever you need at that moment in time, that's a word in here that will speak directly to that need. It's alive, it's quick, and it's powerful, and it's sharper than a 2 s sword. It'll cut you going in and coming out. <laughs> Somebody need to be cut, y'all. <laughs> Somebody need to be cut. Uh, you know, I, I used to be a gang leader. I don't do that anymore, you know. I've been redeemed. <laughs> Amen. But I mean, he cut you going in and coming out. That's a bad cut. That's a bad cut. Thank God for the cutting. Thank God for the cutting. That he will cut those things out that, that does not belong. As he perfects me. Uh, hallelujah. Listen to this. I'm getting ready to close. This, what does that mean? I don't know. I, four or five years of ministry, I heard people saying that, so I, I use it. <laughs> Amen. So, but uh, even the best of men, listen to me, even the best of men, under pressure, can do very foolish things. No one is beyond the reach of temptations. Very godly people can make some very wrong choices and suffer greatly as a result and cause others to suffer with them. But it's good that the Bible shows this to us, or we be tempted to deny this reality. We like to think I'm beyond that temptation. Don't ever say that. You don't know what you're beyond. Today's victory may actually set up for tomorrow's defeat. Satan roams the world looking, roaming like a roaring lion looking for overconfident Christians, he can devour. But listen to this. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. But the wicked are brought down by calamity. Proverbs 24, 16. Well, it gets me. It's not the fight. That he rises again, but that God said a righteous man falls seven times. Seven times he has fallen, and God called him righteous. Seven times he has failed, and God still called him righteous. See, the righteousness is not in me, the righteousness is in the Father. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When you fall, 
rise again and run to the potter. Run to the potter. Shake it off. He still loves you. There's nothing you're going to do going to stop God from loving you. Nothing you're going to do is going to stop him from loving you. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. He still loves you. Oh, my God. I got to move on, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. So have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak, and those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Our salvation rests not on our performance, but on God's unchanging character. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I'm the Lord God and I change not. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love you today. I love you tomorrow. <laughs> he always loves you. Martin Luther said that it takes three things to make a man of God. Meditation, prayer, and temptation. So we're fine with the first two. Because we know we need to read the Bible and pray. Most of us will not add temptation to the list. Luther meant that, only, that godly character can only be developed in a crucible of life where we fight many battles with the world, with the flesh, and with the devil. Was not Jesus tempted? Was not Jesus tempted? So what makes you think you're not going to be tempted? Are you better than Jesus? Huh. Oh. He's going to make it strong. Every time he was tempted, what did Jesus do? He quoted the word of God. For every temptation, he spoke the word of God. It's open for test, y'all. Huh. It's open for tests. See, temptations, we have temptations to quit. We have temptations for despair. To give in to bitterness, to flee the struggle, to yield to lust, to give in to greed, to indulge ourselves, to walk in pride. These things either destroy us or they can make us stronger. Prayer and Bible reading alone cannot make us godly. We need the struggles of life to make us strong. You know that? Only time when weight lifter gets stronger because he continues to push more weight. Don't go look for it. It comes looking for you. <laughs> you just be ready when it comes. See, we do not pretend that our trials never happen or that Christians never suffer. We suffer just like everyone else on this sin-cursed planet. But there is an important truth in our passage that we need to understand, God is at work in our trials. And he, and in our falls, in a way we never dreamed, we never knew, we never saw at the time. 
Nothing is wasted with God. All things truly do work together for the good and for God's glory. Now I'm closing with this thought. Y'all can stand. Now that way you know, oh, he really getting ready to close. <laughs> God will not put you in an unbearable situation, but he may put you in a situation that seems unbearable. Let me say that again. See, God will not put you in an unbearable situation, but he may put you in a situation that seems unbearable so that, he, so that you will turn to him. Remember that God does not give his strength in advance, but only when needed. Oh, my God. Each day, you will have what you need. Being us, I'll supply your need according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He'll supply your need. God, giving this day my daily bread, he will supply your need. So you may therefore go forth into this new season with confidence, hope, and joy, knowing that all thing I have to do is shake it off. He still loves you. How many of you have some things that you need to shake off? Raise your hands. You got some things you need to shake off. If you will meet me here at the altar, let's start this season with, the, with that. Make a step forward. And come on, let's shake some things off, y'all. Come on, come on. Don't wait on the next person. You come for yourself. Amen, come on. Hallelujah. God will meet you. God will meet you right here. God will meet you right here. Amen, hallelujah. Come on, amen. We will wait on you. We will wait on you. You see, see, that's something about the love of God. How the love of God forget this crippled man. Forget this crippled man from Florida. <laughs> to come here to Texas. Amen. <laughs> Broken down body. <laughs> but yet. God said, go, and I go. <laughs> you see, the God that we serve, he is so marvelous that he is indescribable. But yet, he loves me. Say, he loves me. It does not matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. He says, you are my beloved. <laughs> you are my beloved. You are the apple of my eye. <laughs> you are redeemed. And the word of God said, let the redeemed say, but let him then say, Hallelujah. Raise your hands. We have the prayer warriors and the prayer team members. Will you come and assist me this morning? Will you come and assist me this morning, the prayer team? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Y'all, those of the prayer, y'all step forward. Step forward a little bit so the prayer teams can get, get behind you and everything. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, some of you may not have moved, but you know God can still move where you are. Amen. You don't have to necessarily be standing here with me. God can move where you are. 
But you want God to minister to you right now, would you lift your hands in this congregation? If you want God to minister to you now, lift your hands. Oh, Father God, your servant has obeyed you according to your word. You have declared that your word will not return to you void. But God, it will accomplish what you have sent for it to do. I'm asking you, Lord God, we stand here this morning because we come to shake some things off. We come to shake some things off, God. Lord, you know what they are. You know. You know, God. <laughs> you know. I shake it off this morning. I'm trusting you, God. I'm trusting you to perfect me, Lord. I'm trusting you to make me, God. I'm trusting you to crush me. I'm trusting you to remold me. To the purpose for your design for me to be. Oh, God, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, God, I have failed. But, oh, Father God, I give my failures to you this morning. I give you my failures this morning. Oh, God, renew me. Create me a new heart, oh, God. Create me a clean heart, oh, God. Help me to be more like you, Lord. Help me to become that man that woman that you have purpose for me to be. Oh God, created me a new creation, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I declare victory in the name of Jesus. 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 I declare victory. In the name of Jesus, I declare victory. In the name of Jesus, I declare victory. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Shake it off. He still loves you. Shake it off. He still loves you, Hallelujah. Shake it off. He still loves you. Oh 
powerful word because you can't be free tomorrow if you hold on to the bondage of, you can't be free today if you hold on to the bondage of yesterday. You can't. And we sometimes judge God's character by what we go through. If I'm going through difficult things, then I somehow think that God doesn't care for me like he does somebody else. So I wanted, I felt like I wanted to say this and I'm going to pray. And I'm going to respect some privacy, so if you'll bow with me. And here's what I want to ask. If you're here today and you're walking wounded, you're wounded in your faith, and maybe that's the way I described it. Maybe you're battling some things right now and you think it's unfair. Maybe you've been wounded by someone in the church in the past. Maybe you carry scars from those wounds. God wants you to shake those things off. Failure to let go today will hinder what he wants to do tomorrow. It will keep you in bondage. And I, I, I want to pray for you. Maybe it's a failure. Maybe it's a mistake that you made. Maybe it's a blatant sin that you committed and you wonder how God could even love you after all of that. You heard the truth of God's word this morning. If that's you this morning, I'm just going to pray for you. I'm not going to embarrass you. Just slip your hand up and just write back down. Say, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. You're wounded. Be healed of that today. Be healed of that today. Jesus loves you with an everlasting love. He can't love you more. He won't love you less. The only one who remembers all that stuff is you. Today, be healed of that. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, the creator and sustainer of all life. Lord, we ask for every hand that went up in this service and those that are online right now that are wounded, they're carrying scars. Lord, maybe it was unmet expectations. Maybe it was failures on their part. Maybe it was failure on somebody else's part. But Lord, whatever, whoever the culprit, whatever the culprit is, they walk in wounded and they're hurting. Lord, today we release that. We let it go. We shake it off. Today we confess that thing to you that has taunted us and haunted us. Lord, we forsake that now. Lord, we turn our backs on those things that have ensnared us and have jaded us and have hurt us. And today, Lord, we ask that healing balm of Gilead to be applied to those wounds, to heal, to restore, to renew us in your Holy Spirit. Father, when we walk out of here today, may we, may we not walk out carrying the same wound, the same hurt, the same disappointment, but may we walk out free in Jesus' name. Father, I speak that right now over this body in the mighty name of Jesus, and we all said, amen. Now receive what the Lord has for you this morning. Amen. We're not going to have a formal dismissal. You need prayer. We want to pray with you. I want to go ahead and sing that again. He he makes all things work together for our good and for his glory. Love you very much. Sing when I doubt. When I doubt of you, Lord, remind me I'm wonderfully made. You're an artist and a potter. I'm the canvas and the clay. I know nothing has been wasted. No failure or mistake. You're an artist and the potter on the canvas and the clay. You're an 